tractor to return here. We wanted to get into that ship. We reached the side and found the metal was something we didn't know. Our beryllium bronze non-magnetic tools wouldn't touch it. Neither would tool steel. Even tried some tests with acid from the batteries, with no results. They must have had a passivating process to make magnesium resist acid that way, and the alloy must have been at least 95% magnesium. But we had no way of guessing that, so we decided to loosen the ice with a thermite bomb. The magnesium metal of the ship caught, of course, burning in a blinding inferno. With it burned secrets that might have given man the planets. What we're left with is... that thing. Frozen in solid ice. Blair wants to thaw it out for examination. But Norris doesn't believe it's safe. Norris is a physicist, of course, not a biologist. But he makes a good point. Norris fears that we may release a plague, some germ unknown to Earth, if we thaw something that has been frozen for 20 million years. Yet Blair's answer is that Norris has the case reversed. That our life chemistry probably... Probably? <laughs> One look at the thing in that block of ice. I know. The thing is not earthly. It seems unlikely that it can have a life chemistry sufficiently like ours to make cross-infection even remotely possible. I would say that there is no danger. None whatever. Man cannot infect or be infected by germs that live in such comparatively close relatives as snakes. And they are, I assure you, much nearer to us than... that. Different chemistry be damned. That thing may be dead, or by God it may not. But I don't like it. Damn it, Blair. Let them see the foul thing and decide for themselves whether they want that thing thought out in this camp. They haven't seen those three red eyes and that blue hair like crawling worms. Hell, I've had bad dreams ever since I looked into those eyes. And Connet, you're on cosmic ray duty tonight, which means you'll get to play Watchman. Won't you have fun sitting up all night in the dark, wind whining above and that thing dripping, dripping? <laughs> well... And what about a virus? How many diseases are there like rabies that attack any warm-blooded creature, whatever its body chemistry may be? So far, the only thing you have said this thing gave off that was catching was dreams. I'll go so far as to admit that I've had some too. And as for the rest, you have a badly mistaken idea about viruses. Rabies, for example. You can't get it from, nor give it to, a wheat plant or a fish, which is a collateral descendant of a common ancestor of yours, which this Norris is not. Well, thaw the damned thing in a tub of formalin if you must thaw it. I've suggested that. And I've said there would be no sense in it. You can't compromise. Norris, why did you and Commander Gary come down here to study magnetism? Why weren't you content to study it back in New York? I could no more study the life this thing once had from a formalin pickled sample than you could get the information you wanted back home. And if this one is so treated, never in all time to come can there be a duplicate. There's only one way to do this, and that is the best possible way. It must be thawed slowly, carefully, and not in formalin. <clears throat> that sounds right to us, I think. 
Only, uh, perhaps Blair ought to stand watch while his jolly little corpse is thawing. <laughs> Let's see that thing. Jesus! Blair! Blair, you damn log! Wake up! What? Get up! Your damn animals escaped. Escaped? What the hell's the matter? The damn beast got loose. I fell asleep about 20 minutes ago, and when I woke up, the thing was gone. Hey, Doc. The hell you say those things can't come to life? Blair's blasted potential life developed a hell of a lot of potential and walked out on